All right, let's start with the name. Let's get the name and the name of the farm out of the way, and then I'll have that saved. Arnheiður Hjörleifsdóttir is my name, and I live here on Bjarteyjarsandur. Okay, now we are on a waterway, which is not unusual for Iceland. Tell me a little bit about this area of Iceland. Yeah, this is a typical fjord, so it's been like formed by glaciers uh, by the since you know ice age. Right. So you, we have the ocean; it's a deep fjord, and then those beautiful mountain forming the uh, scenery, and Iceland's highest waterfall, Glimmer, which is like uh, 218 meters high. So that's here in the rear end of the fjord. So we have a mixture of valleys, the ocean, the beach line, the mountains, the fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is considered an agriculture area. It's maybe not the perfect agricultural area, but it, it still is a good one. It's, uh, it's good for sheep. It wouldn't be the best one for, like, uh, grain or cows. You need more pasture land and uh, richer soil. But mm-hmm. with the sheep, they are, they are mountain sheep. Right, yeah. right. Tell me a little bit about this enterprise. Aside from the active sheep farm and the marketing of that, this has turned into a gathering center, not just for neighbors, but also an educational center that was kind of your vision. Tell me about this. Yes, because um, I, I did not grow up on a farm myself, uh, but I love the countryside. I love the nature. I'm a ranger myself. I've been working in like uh, protected areas, national parks and things like that. Then I took my uh, Bachelor of Science as a geographer. Um, and uh, masters in environmental science, and then on the side I took uh, a license to teach kids from kindergarten up to universities, pedagogy, you mm-hmm. would call it, I guess. Um, so I w- wanted to build something around my education, my speciality here at the farm. So it was, um, it came by itself somehow. I started to invite just the local schools to come visit the farm, enjoy the countryside and the animals and the nature. And then that just um, naturally grew. So more people wanted to come, more schools. And then uh, we built on that because then I could use my background for uh, this um, side business on the farm. So that's what we've been doing now for uh, 25 years on the side with the very old-fashioned traditional sheep farming that has been here since, you know, 1887 Mm -hmm. because uh, my husband's family has been here since then. Mm -hmm. What do they think about this new phase of the farm? I think they like it because, like, my mother-in-law, she is really uh, active with the kids and has always taken part in the school group's visits, and she she loves, she's a really welcoming and warm person, so she's used to have uh, people around her. So this, um, I think she, especially she, maybe my father-in-law is a little more shy or, you know, more for the animals and the machinery, but she loves it, so and also you cannot do this alone this we all live here together at the farm so it, we we help each other out with mm-hmm. all um both the farming both the educational thing and now we've been building the past like 10 15 years also on food and um, the traditional icelandic food because we also want people to try that that come and visit uh, the farm you know our specialities our local products mm-hmm. that's 
both special for the farm, but also for Iceland. Right. Well, and you just you gave us an excellent example of how you network with neighbors to feature things that you don't have here. Exactly. And we don't have any like cows, so we don't have any dairy because we don't milk our sheep. So we have neighbor, neighbors that do that. So we get milk from them uh, instead and they can get then lamb meat from yeah, us yeah. if they need. So we try to work as locally as we can. That's a part of our philosophy, actually. Now let's talk a little bit about where you hope to take this mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit about the reaction from the community. You said a lot of schools want to come now, but what about the parents? What about other families or other groups that aren't... Uh, specifically in the school. Yeah, exactly. And that's also what has been growing uh, as as well as like tourism has been growing in Iceland. So we've got people from abroad as well that like to visit an Icelandic sheep farm and get a little insight into what we do and how we do it and why we do it. So that is our expanding side. You know, the school groups are in balance. We don't, we get up to 4,000 school kids per year and they like to come in spring when it's lamping season and we cannot take more. You know, we are just like full when it comes to that. But we have more, uh, we have more, um, how to say it, chance to expand during other months. Yeah. You know, so that's what we are doing now. That's what where we are growing. That's more into uh, welcoming tourists and guests from all around the world. Right, right. What kind of a reaction do they have? You're dealing with an agriculture group today. Mm-hmm. We speak the same language, although it's not the same language. But what about complete strangers to agriculture or where their food comes from? Well, it's it's so um, giving to have guests that uh, live in a total opposite environment <laughs> and you know they we, we um just a month ago we had a lady from uh, from a big city and she said actually i i don't recall having walked on other than paved ground you know she was just like walking out in the wild and going down to the ocean and you know to just smell it and feel the power and you know she was just like it was wow factor all along, you know, the short walk was just wow all, uh, over and over again. So you, it's really, really um, giving for us to have guests on our farm that are experiencing something new for them, which is like daily basis for us. But then you, it also opens your eyes for what you have, all these uh, amazing th- little things that make life wonderful. 